Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Ugly Bug Fishing Report with Dustin White. How's it going, Dustin? Marvin, we are doing well, uh, albeit uh, pretty balmy here in uh, central Wyoming. Yeah, that dry heat, as they like to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> dry or not, it's uh, it's, it's definitely hot out uh, this, this time of year, so... We're, uh, you know, it's, it's per the usual, uh, but uh, it, is, it is definitely hot out. Yeah. So, you know, just so if folks haven't looked at your weather, I mean, you're basically in the 90s for the foreseeable future. And, you know, I, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it's I w- been mid upper 90s for, you know, a good uh, solid week or two now. And um, yeah, it's 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 going to be uh, hanging around for a while. Yeah. And I would imagine, too, that what that means is like late in the afternoon, it gets pretty windy. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times you kind of welcome it. And like a lot of times that breeze is actually, you know, a lot of times earlier in the season, you get that, that wind coming and trying to folks trying to cast, trying to men, trying to, you know, us trying to row a boat, you kind of roll your eyes at the wind, but when it's this warm out, uh, you welcome it. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously when you start getting into the dog days of summer in the Rocky mountain West, it usually means hoppers. Are you seeing hoppers yet? Yeah, yeah, especially on the bighorn. So in in Thermop, we're really starting to see the hoppers uh, show up and have some productive fishing. Uh, they still haven't here on the North Platte. Still haven't quite made their way down in droves yet uh, to the riverbanks um, as as of yet. But uh, they are making their way down, and so we're counting down the days for that. Yeah, got it. And you know, every place is different. So what do Wyoming hoppers look like in terms of size and color? Yeah, um, we get some variation, but you know they're going to be more golden uh, in 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 color. Size wise, you know they can be. You know we have small ones that might be three quarters of an inch, all the way up to you know hoppers that are flirting with the two inch mark. But you know generally a little over an inch, inch and a quarter is is kind of the average. I would say that that most of ours are. Um, but in terms of like selection of color, you know time of the day of the hopper we're actually using, you know we might. Uh, have some that are more golden yellow, uh, a little more natural to what we're, um, you know, seeing. Um, some of the most productive patterns are actually uh, have pink colors in them, and, uh, and and again, depends on lighting and a few of others those things, and just trying to make sure they're they're visible for the fish to see, and uh, you know, just pound the banks with them. But um, uh, generally speaking, that inch and a quarter or so is uh, is about the size that uh, most of our hoppers are. Yeah, I would probably, I guess I'll date myself. I'll go ahead and do it and say, you know, I, I love a bubblegum fat Albert. Oh, yeah, we've got, we've got a few different patterns here that are, are tried and true. And, and like a lot of, uh, uh, fly patterns, some of them might not have the most, uh, family friendly names given to them, but, uh, those are some of our favorites here that, uh, that we use. But when those fish are really, really looking up for them, just about anything's going to work. Um, you know, we, we oftentimes like to tie our, our hoppers, you know, because a lot of the hoppers that fish take tend to spin, tend to rotate. They're trying to get out of the water. And so, um, I'll tie mine with a, like a non-slip mono loop or a Duncan loop, uh, just to give that a little more movement as it skates on the water and, uh, tends to, um, yield, uh, some, some positive results from fish. Yeah. And do you guys ever like to sink them? Yeah, sometimes. Well, and what we'd like to do is some of them, you know, the back end of it, as they ride a little lower in the water, 
Um, some of the patterns that we use actually the back end of the hopper rides low in the water. Um, and, and that, uh, you know, is a uh, very, very effective means of, of getting eats from the fish as well. So when that is riding, you know, maybe just a half an inch to an inch below the water, maybe even sometimes two inches below the water on the back end of it on the larger ones. Um, I, again, a lot of times that can yield results from the fish. Yeah, got it. So, you know, I know when hoppers happen, it can kind of become the only game in town. Is that really dominating the fishing on the bighorn? Well, you know, you can still have success right now nymphing, but uh, this time of year, the bighorn especially gets quite mossy. And so the hopper game, it's not the only thing, um, but if you're trying to throw streamers or nymphs through a lot of that suspended moss, you can get, you know, yes, we can have still have some great success. But it, uh, you know, also brings a, a bit extra frustration as well. So the hopper game kind of uh, avoids, you know, a lot of the moss that's suspended in the water column right now. So is it the only game? By no means. But um, it is uh, one that you can save yourself a little uh, hearty frustration of kind of having your flies or your streamers gummed up with moss. Yeah, well, uh, you sold me. And as we kind of come a little bit closer back to town, you know, what are you seeing on the reef in the mile? So the mile right now, we've uh, they've just dropped our flows uh, down to 5:30, and with this heat, it's really not great uh, for fish to be fishing. You know, especially once the heat of the day kind of kicks in. So, you know, we really uh, most of our guides are are tending to you know avoid the mile or maybe just fishing it uh, early in the morning and then scooting over to another section of town uh, just with the flows that low and and uh air temps and water temps coming up we really are trying to take care of our fish and not uh, put any undue pressure on them um in terms of the reef reefs at three thousand, and uh it is fishing remarkably well so um you know if folks are going to be nymphing uh pmds are still really really uh solid choice caddis um, fish are really eating yellow sallies, uh, really good right now. And so folks that are, you know, going to come out nymph, a smattering of those patterns are going to be effective. Um, and then Easter town, um, has, has been really dynamic streamer fishing. Um, had some really good streamer days the last two weeks, um, kind of floating lower section in through town and, and even East of town. Uh, very, very neat. And that dovetails really well. We've got our first question of the season, Dustin. Awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. So Tyler wanted to know, you know, what is the hat, matching the hatch? How does that apply not to dry fly fishing, but, you know, when you're picking your streamers? Yeah. Uh, for us, we do want to be somewhere in the ballpark of what these fish are actually going to be seeing, you know. So, you know, we don't have here in the North Platte, um, you know, much sculpin, you know, in the water. And so we don't really fish too many sculpin patterns or that sort of thing um so we're you know we're trying to have uh streamer sizes that are appropriate to the the size bait fish that um you know the the big predatory fish are, are keyed in on in terms of color i mean i i think um it's it's relative to the clarity of the water you know so we had uh, a few days of uh despite the heat and despite the dry heat uh we have had a, a, a decent amount of rain which has put some you know turbidity some sediment in the water uh so with that we go bigger a little a little brighter for those fish to see um instead of you know for example more muted olive or tan color so we're going to go a little brighter with that but, you know, Marvin, at the end of the day, I really think that beyond 
the obvious of having something in the ballpark of what streamer is going to be closest to the bait fish, it really does come down to how you how you actually swim that 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 streamer pattern. Strip cadence, uh, the movement it has, um, really is uh, in in my opinion more essential than being an exact replica, um, you know, of a small bait fish that they might be seeing or frying the water. Yeah, got it. And I remember too from earlier conversations that you really like to uh, fish tandems with like a big streamer with a small streamer trailer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of times, although the, you know the last uh, you know streamer trip I did, um, just out of you know kind of necessity of where we were at, we were only throwing one bug and worked really well. But a lot of times, yes, we'll we'll throw that tandem pattern with a smaller streamer with a little bigger um you know pattern with some more articulation behind it um and and again um it's really fun just to see you know in doing that which one of those those fish are really keen in on are they keen in on the 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 smaller pattern are they really trying to get ambitious and go for some meat and you know um day to day that can that can differ you know a lot of times you can have more success with the larger pattern but some there's some days where man, they just want to eat a small little, you know, crystal, you know, bugger or a uh, little thin mitt that, uh, you know, uh, more of a smaller bugger sort of style pattern. And then other days they, they want the big stuff. So uh, that kind of gives us, you know, opportunity to kind of really dial in on a particular section, what, what the fisher want to eat. Yeah, very neat. And, you know, folks, we love questions at the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media. You can drop them in the comments to our social media posts, whatever's easiest for you. And if we use your question, I will send you some articulate fly swag. They're in your drawing for a super cool tailwater box, right? I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that, Dustin. Yeah, we are hand selecting at our shop at the Ugly Bug, um, you know, uh, an assortment of different flies, uh, both nymphs, uh, dry flies, and streamers that are North Platte and Bighorn favorites. But as we've talked about before, Marvin, they will be uh, a really good addition to anyone who's fishing tailwaters. And we think that there might be some bugs in there that uh, a lot of folks, uh, if they're not uh, familiar with fishing here in around the Casper area, might uh, discover some new bugs that they fall in love with. Yeah, absolutely. And also, too, folks, remember, if we don't select your question, if you just walk in the shop and say, hey, we listen to the fishing report, you're going to get 10% off of your purchase. And, you know, before I let you go, I know you got a softball game coming up, Dustin. You want to let folks know shop hours, location, and all that great stuff and how to book a trip with Crazy Rainbow? Yeah, we're open Monday through Saturday. We're right downtown Casper, Wyoming. We open up at 10 a.m. We're open until uh, 6 through the week and 4 on Saturdays. If folks want to book a trip with us, you can give us a call at area code 307 Yeah, well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Dustin. Tight lines, Marvin. Thanks so much.